Welcome to Ancient Wisdom of the Feminine. I'm here today with Magdala Ramirez, who is a spiritual leader and teacher from the Maya Mexica tribe. She has been working with the feminine for more than 35 years. She's the author of 14 books about the feminine, as well as the founder of many ceremonies. She also happens to be the director of our nonprofit, Sacred Woman. I also want to welcome Grandmother Miriam, the Red Earth Woman, who is of Mayan and Spanish lineage. She is joining us today from New Mexico. We also have Patrice Lange with us today from Ohio. Welcome. We're going to be talking about the moon time for women and how to embrace it today. So it's very difficult to even start that concept because for almost every woman from the first moon time, for many of us, it feels like it's a curse. We don't know much about it. Maybe it's just, okay, well, this medical thing happens and biologically this is what happens. This is what we go through. And when you think about the PMS syndrome, and all the other tags that are put upon women that are connected with moon time, it's almost impossible to conceive of it as a natural, especially a positive thing. What do you guys think? Well, hello, everybody, and um, I'm very happy to be here with the sisters, and we're going to be talking about this, Mikita. And, um, Mirmana, Miriam, what do you think about this? Good evening, everyone, and I'm so happy to be here, and thank you for inviting me once again to be part of this. Um, well, I I agree with uh, Shirsty about the belief systems that have been put upon us as women that um, through religion and our culture, that to bleed as a woman is a curse. And even in our medical uh, experts, you know, to tell us that, you know, that this is, uh, is how can I say, um, a time of, of pain and um, a time of pain. And what I feel as a woman in my experience, um, when I was growing up as a, as a young woman in my time, my mother never spoke to me about when, about my period, about my moon time. And all of a sudden, one day when I was a young teenager, I went into the bathroom and there it was. And we had to cover ourselves up with, uh, these uh, long pads and pin them with safety pins in our panties. And then there it was. And it's like everything was uh, kept in now. What she told me was, now you're a woman. And now you you can get pregnant. And that was it. That was my initiation. And as I grew older, and you know, and I realized that now that I'm walking on this path, I have realized that how society has kept us 
from its natural process. And the, you know, the little pains that we feel in our body, in our ovaries, when we're releasing the, the, the life force back of, of creation when we're, when we're not in, um, in gestation, it is about reminding us as women that we have that beautiful gift of giving life and also of letting go of life, that life that's within us when we release our eggs back in and to 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 our mother and um so that little pain that you that I received was for me a notification you know a no, a notification that things were happening in my body and that it was it was that time that power that that was in my body to release back to mother earth and to give back to her what she gave to me so i always as a young an older woman i and i realized that and i honored that you know, there are many, many traditions that maybe we'll get to speak about later on, but I began to see that this was not a curse anymore and that it really was a beautiful gift in my life to be able to give birth and to be able to release back to our mother. And that is very, very beautiful. I really think that we really need to go back before the tribes were tribes and before, you know, how is the women relate to that womanhood? And uh, how do you relate with that feminine side of you? And uh, what happened to you? It is true that in this system, it has been so complicated and they put it in some way that it is a curse and it happens because this woman give an apple to this man or something like that and that became very prevalent and I think that that is part of the fear that the men have the patriarchal system has about women and didn't allow the women to relate in a deeper manner with their own feminine side with their own femininity with their own connection with the mother I mean feminine it becomes something about, you know, doing your nails or doing things. And, you know, all is good and beautiful. But the relationship that you have with your moon time, it is very, very powerful because it is the relation of the, um, we can say concept or we can say idea accordingly to a system. But I can say also the understanding and the knowledge that you have about being a woman. There have been so many misconceptions about this feminine. And like you said, Mijita, you know, this thing about the curse, it is so completely ingrained in the feminine. Nowadays, it is even uh, for the women to really reject all their moon time. And by doing this, they are rejecting their own feminine power. There is so much power during moon time. We want to bring uh, the sisterhood together. And, uh, you know, as you know, um, the patriarchal system imposed on the women 
this divide and, and conquer. So the women could not relate with other women in a good way. And I think it's very related with the moon time because they cannot relate with their own feminine side, their own understanding of the power that they have as women. So when the woman begins to reject all those ways about moon time, she begins to also disconnect with her women power and the sister power. So we really need to bring this teaching forward because of this reason. Maybe not to a try because that will be very different how people look at this in the United States, so different than Mexico or South America or other tribes in Europe or Africa or, you know, uh, Russia that has also their own thing. But we women pass through the same thing. When we begin to embrace this part of us as so much power and so much beauty, immediately all this pain and all these things begins to disappear in our bodies when we have our moon time. When, um, like Miriam was telling me, you know, was telling us, you know, go back into the mother and connect with the mother. And um, that connection to the mother it is very much embracing your own feminine side. So, what do you guys think yeah. about this? You know, if you look at it, you can see what has been done to us. That when we have our moon time, what is the thing that they do? Cover it up? Uh, stick something up into your vagina so that you won't bleed, so that you won't uh, show it? Um, you know, everything, take take a pill to to not feel the pain that you may feel in your ovaries when the, the eggs are being released. Um, so everything was negative, negative, you know. You, you, all that, right from the beginning, you're told, you know, oh, don't bleed, you and know, you can't, you can't go you swimming. Cannot, you can't, you know, cover it up. I'm having my mom, this is beautiful. Yeah, uh, no one says that. <laughs> you know that that sentence is unheard of. What is? You and I'll be honest. Mm. I feel really strange saying that to other women because you know I know the instant reaction is going to be, you know, this utter hate or this weirdness. Like, what a weirdo you are! Like, what in the world are you even saying? How can anybody like this? Mhm. Well, isn't it this natural process? And I'm going to go back to the times when women women were all together. And, and you may see this in your own circle with women that you're very close with now nowadays that you will all moon time together. Yes. And, and back in the days, there would be in the tribal, in the tribal ways, the way I was told through... Grandma, they told me that when women would moon time, they would go to this special place, let's say a, a teepee or a, a, a place to go, and they would all be there moon timing together. And then the elder women who no longer were in their cycle, 
and the young women who have hadn't um been ha- haven't you know received their moon time would be of service to these women and take care of them during the time that they were in that place and these women would do uh crafts they would talk and they would dream together and the dreams that they had would be taken back to the tribe and be discussed with the chiefs of the tribe or the matriarchs of the tribe. And then decisions would be made on where to proceed because the dreams were so profound, the visions were so profound that it had to do with the survival and the continuation of the tribe through those dreams that the women were receiving during that special time. And it's, so, you know, it's such a natural process, too. Uh, I'm no longer having my moon time, but when I was and I was working around a lot of women, we would naturally get on this cycle where we would all have our moon time at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of odd, you know, in our society, the society that I live now, that it is so hard to talk about those things openly. And maybe we just need to go back to being able to do that and to be able to have those ceremonies and teach our children about them as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, now now in this modern society, we're going to say well, a lot of women will say, well, no, I work. I have to take care of my children. You know, if I don't work, I'm, you know, I can't make money, I can't survive, and rightfully so. But just the awareness that a woman may have when she's on the on her moon time is 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 good enough to know that, you know, to take time for herself, to journal maybe, you know, when she goes to bed at night, to take care of herself a little bit more, you know, Maybe instead of uh, preparing a meal, if she's not, you know, she's not feeling well, to to have her children prepare the meal for her, you know, or something. But just to honor herself at that time, instead of viewing it as a curse or as, you know, something so painful, uh, to embrace that pain as much as she can through prayer or being in community with her sisters to help or to be a more of service when uh, she's in that time may help her get through that cycle. Because, you know, I know that a lot of women feel excruciating pain when they're going through their cycle. And, and it's, it's, you know, and it's, it's debilitating to some women and they can't even do anything. So how do you, what do you think about that? You know, how do you, how do you Patrice, would consult a woman when she's going through that time, you know, to, to alleviate that for herself and to make it more joyous and more profound? Well, you know, I've ta- we've talked about this in our, you know, working with our uh, sisters and, 
I think that um, some of this, as Magdala was saying, might come that, from how women reject parts of themselves. So if we could find a way as sisters to have the ceremony of uh, embracing and celebrating our womanhood, that might be what makes it more joyous instead of painful for women. So I was going to actually ask you, Ma, you mentioned, you know, we can connect with our feminine side or we could connect with the mother during our moon time. How exactly do we do that when we're in our moon time? Well, the thing in this, Mijita, is um, there are many, many tribes and everyone has different perceptions of how to do the moon time, how to understand moon time. Yes, in the ways of the feminine, moon time is very normal and it's very beautiful. And teaching the women how to reconnect with the mother. And we have seen it many, many times in our ceremonies, how the women, all the pain disappear. Even the PMS or the grouchiness and all that stuff immediately disappears when they begin to feel this connection with the mother. And honoring the women that they are having their moon time. And most of the women, they didn't have a ceremony, the first time ceremony, the first moon time ceremony. And to bring back those ancient ceremonies, not just for the young ones, but for everyone, because you miss that one. And that was about your connection with the mother, the connection that you have as a woman. You, you're welcoming in a world of a womanhood. You know, and uh, how is your perception as a woman in acceptance in the most beautiful way that you're having your moon time? There are many tribes in the South, as well as Mexico, that women, they, they don't use a bag. They very much just let it go, all the blood, and goes back into the mother. And they say that from that blood, all these medicinal plants come into being. That from, from that blood, it is given back to the mother, to all these things. Just like any life form, feminine life form, in many ways, you know, on understanding the cycle. It's understanding that life. So, yes, in the, um, in the ceremonies, um, when women come for with moon time, the first thing to do about this is help them to connect back into the mother. And in to begin to have, definitely, first moon time ceremony, as well as menopause ceremony. First time ceremony. Um, what else? Oh, come on, help me. We have so many stages in our life that it is so important for us because it is part of our initiation. And that understanding of that femininity and your relation that you have with your own feminine, within yourself, is truly going to mark the whole understanding and perception of yourself and also the relation that you have with your sisters, other women. And 
embracing again, embracing that power. It really, I have seen it over and over again. Remove all kinds of sickness or things that the women have in their own wounds or their own vaginas. If they begin to relate with their vaginas and their wounds in a different manner, the way that it's supposed to be, not through this curse that the system imposed on the women everywhere in the world. Now we need to go back into another understanding of how our vaginas work and how we relate with that sexuality. I mean, I have seen people that their rejection completely about their bodies and their vaginas. It is so, so strong that it's very hard for them to relate with other women, too. You're making sense how it works. And so you have seen it many times in ceremonies, how everything changed completely. No headaches, no pain whatsoever. When the people, when the women are able to relate with that feminine way in a different manner. What do you think? Um, well, ceremony. I, 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 ritual and ceremony will connect us to our natural cycles, honor our natural cycles. Uh, how do you do that? Um, well, coming the woman, uh, girl coming um, into her womanhood, you gather your beautiful sisters and uh, honor your daughters. Uh, with that way, with uh, with words of of wisdom coming from the elder women, um, candles, water, uh, blessing them in that way. Uh, this is and prepare the you prepare your daughters uh, before the, the the cycle comes. You, as a mother, you will kind of know when your daughter will will have her cycle soon um, to prepare her for what's to come. And then create a ceremony with with the, your elder sisters that you are, you know, confident with, that you have community with. Uh, when a woman is in her moon time, um, there are many different things that she can do. Uh, if you're an urban woman, you can prepare yourself a bath and bring honey, some petals of flowers. Some cinnamon sticks and create and make a bath for yourself and uh, with candles and just put yourself into the water and bathe your body and honor your body in that way and because when you have your moon time what you're doing is you're releasing whatever could have been been given birth to you understand what I'm saying by that? Yes. Um, they are this, you're actually, actually, you're dying. You are releasing. You're in the process of death. Um, you're releasing that, and that's part of life. So when the water goes down into the drain, you're saying a prayer for that also. It's going back to Mother Earth. If you are someone who lives in a rural area and it's a nice time of the year, you can go to the river 
and dunk yourself in the river and say prayers that way. You know, uh, when you become a crone and you are no longer in your moon time, you can create ceremony just like you did for the coming into womanhood ceremony. And you bring your sisters and you bring the young ones and you bring, you know, the younger women that are still in their moon time and you celebrate that crone, that, that your crone, your coming into cronehood. So these are three ceremonies that you could do to honor that cycle. What do you think? I think that is beautiful. And there is a ceremony in every tribe, everywhere mm-hmm. in the world. But what about if you don't have that knowledge? Then you just connect with the mother and she will guide you accordingly to your tribe. And the point in this is to celebrate that womanhood. I want to I wanna tell... Um, it's really coming into my mind, and and um, it happened in Mexico. We were having this very beautiful ceremony in the ocean, and that's like um, an arm that it goes directly into an open sea, and in there there is all these petroglyphs with the spirals of the feminine, and in there we were making ceremony, and um, my oldest daughter. She was there. She was there and, and she was very happy and beautiful. At the moment that we began to call upon the four directions, the dolphin began to jump. And they were jumping so close to us and so beautiful and singing. In that moment, my girl began to translate what the dolphins were saying. And as she was speaking, in that moment, she, for us, it was but such a blessing and such a beautiful, beautiful encounter. So we needed to go home and get ready for for our next ceremony. That that was about celebrating the noontime of my daughter, my my first daughter. And um, how do we do this? How do we prepare? You know, for for a reason, she was like excited about it because. We have been talking about it for a very, very long time. But one of the things that we have is she needed to reconnect herself and be in that communion with the mother. And the mother is going to begin to tell her the messages. And she will need to hold the messages accordingly to her about if I can do it. And I was just listening to her and smiling to her. And I said, just let it happen, because this is your connection of a woman. And it did it. When we are in that incredible moment, full of flowers and the waters and the veils and the golden veils and the white veils, and to bring all that, immediately she begins to just speak the voice of the mother. And... Finally, she begins to have that connection. And you see, it is in your heart. And whatever you feel in your heart through that connection, what it is going to guide you. The welcoming of the mother and the grandmothers to the young one and seeing her as an adult woman.
that her connection is very powerful. And look at her as a sacred woman since that moment. It truly creates a big change in the world. And this is where we want to take the women. Accordingly to your tradition, whatever that is, this is a time of celebration. It is a time where you embrace the power that you have as a woman. And it is okay to say it out loud. This is beautiful. I'm having my moon time and I feel happy. You know, the women begin to accept more their own feminine ways, their own power as a woman. Everything in the system will begin to change because her relationship with herself, which is the most important relationship that a human being can have, it will create a space all around her. And she's going to change the relationship with other women. She's going to change the relationship that she has as a powerful woman. It's going to give her the strength to stand up and say, hey, you know what? I don't think so. I'm not cursed. This is actually beautiful. Nothing is wrong with me. I don't need to hide myself. You know, when you are allowing yourself to just go into the ground and allow that drop of blood and say, hey, mama, thank you that you make me a woman. And, you know, going more deeper about this, the vagina, when you close it and open your vagina in the ground when you're squat, squatting, is that how you say it in English? Squat? Yeah. And you open and close your vagina and saying, give me this energy, mama, you know, so I can understand this power within myself. And you begin to open and close your vagina in that connection with the mother. The power that you're receiving as a woman into that alignment with the great mother. You can go all the way to the multiverse and you begin to listen the ancient knowledge. How do this thing work? It's just that. A communion. Using your own body that it is so beautiful. Using your own vagina as transmutator, as the alchemist of all your being when you begin to accept your own weaknesses. What do you feel about that? I think the words, oh, I'm on the rag. All that negative talk needs to be erased and exchanged for exactly what Magdala said. I am in my beautiful time. I am bleeding. I am giving back to the mother. I am the glorious woman. I am the woman who carries life and death with inside of her. I am powerful. How many times that you come and uh, you say hello to someone, you 
and you'd have a com- communication with this person or just a gal, you know, lunchtime with your girlfriend. Have you ever heard uh, your girlfriend say, I am beautiful and I'm bold and I'm powerful and I'm great? No, we would say, oh, well, my boyfriend left me, oh, my kids are this, or, you know, we have something negative to say most of the time. But do we ever say, I am glorious, I'm wonderful, I feel great, I'm powerful? We hardly ever say that. So yeah. let's change. let's change the consciousness. That's the beginning, is to change the consciousness and put positive things and, and, and replace those negative things with the positive things. What do you think, Patrice? I think it's um, making that connection and totally changing, uh, you know, our ceremonies for the future. And maybe it starts, I mean, I think it can start at any age, but maybe starting again with mothers teaching their daughters or even sisters teaching sisters about how to make that connection and stand up in your own power as a woman. And I think when a woman makes that connection within herself, she opens up the possibility for the sisterhood. Well, one of us has to start. Yeah. yeah. And right. I think for the women, we need to kind of um, educate the men about our moon time. The men have the idea that, oh, well, you are in that time. So I do, I can't. No. So it is all this misinformation in the system. First, yes, it is called moon time because we follow the moon. The moon has many phases, many stages. And that doesn't mean that the moon is bipolar. That doesn't mean that the woman is bipolar when she has her moon time. That doesn't mean absolutely anything about that. And the attitude that we have in our knowledge as embracing the moon time that's the attitude and the education that we need to give also to the men. So they understand. For them, bleeding is about pain. You know, so when they see women bleeding, they have all these ideas about that. And when you go, why are you afraid of, of one time? Why are you afraid of blood? It doesn't hurt. It is actually beautiful. It is a new beginning all the time. And, you know, as we embrace this part and we give this education to the system, too, you know, like, yes, don't do this to me when, I, when I'm having my moon time and you're thinking, well, you are doing those days so I cannot even talk to you. Instead of that, embrace us. Yes, we, it might be that we are more sensitive and it might be that... That emotion, that it is so beautiful, is because of the blood. But if we understand that emotional body, if we understand that power, yes. As Medium was saying, you see, it's very much that connection that you have as a woman. 
your psychic abilities grow. Your understanding of the dream time, it just goes so, so beautiful. You're sitting up much more tired and stronger. And your connection during that time, it is so, so powerful. But when you realize it in a good way, pain into the system without fear or even shame to even say to the men around you, I'm having my moon time and I feel very good and very beautiful. Oh my God, I'm so beautiful. And yes, I am sensitive and I can feel you, but that means something beautiful means that it is okay for being a woman. So it is a time for us to really recognize this part of us and don't feel absolutely shame or something that because breaking up all these ideas that the system have about the curse, it is about bringing some education and some us. This is century 21st, and we still are dealing with that stuff, which is really ridiculous. The women need to embrace this part in themselves, and it starts with us, making ceremony every time that you have your moon time, and bringing the ceremonies everywhere in the world for that first moon time, as well as many other ceremonies of the family. What do you think, Mijita? You're right. We've been talking a lot about um, we're beautiful when we're having our moon time, but I do also want to recognize that sometimes we do have pain, and it's okay to acknowledge when you are going through something painful emotionally, and that does tend to come up when you're bleeding because it's a way of regeneration too. Yeah. But I and I know, I remember you telling me some uh, time ago that before the times of tribes were tribes, women weren't afraid to be themselves. They weren't afraid. Even when they were hurt and they felt pain, they weren't afraid to look at pain and see, okay, what's happening? I need to bring myself into balance instead of just being ruled by that pain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yes. right. You're absolutely right. It has been, everything is about the pain. I mean, the pain, you have pain and everything else ceases to exist. The only thing that exists is the pain. But when you and replace that, would you, can you, if you can replace that pain that you're feeling with some kind of joy, I don't yeah. know, maybe, maybe that can help. For women, you know, I'm I'm not saying women who have, you know, endometriosis and have some really physical, you know, serious, serious pain that requires medical attention. I'm just, I'm talking about a woman who, who's just going through, you know, who doesn't have that. You know, that's, that's different. Well, you know, we've been talking a lot lately about, how a woman actually just, you know, just tries to be more of herself and stands up in her truth and um, having the ability to have those conversations, even, you know, even around men, 
so to be able to say this is who I am and this is what's going on, and uh, and and it can lead to conversations like, well, you know, you should see in my workplace when I bring up menopause around the men, they all kind of like turn around and walk the other way. But being just being able to have those kinds of conversations, and more importantly, talking about who you are in your own truth starts those conversations. Exactly, exactly. My dog's grief. <laughs> I think um, this is the time when we need to truly see the things in a different way and not be afraid to say things. And that emotional body and uh, recognize that emotional body, seeing how menopause also works. And what is andropause? You know, in the um, in United States, they have seen that people don't even understand andropause. And that is the menopause of the men. And it is so not well known, and they don't know anything about it. So they, they're feeling all these things, and there is nothing and no one to explain to them. But for us, the menopause is very much the same. There is a lot of myths, a lot of things going on about the menopause. But the bottom line about this is how do you engage with your own feminine side, your own feminine way, your own womanhood, is what is going to create a big difference in the menopause as well as Every month, when you are actually enjoying your moon time. Can we highlight some of the myths that we usually hear about menopause? Because we've been talking about moon time, but I don't think we've discussed menopause enough. Okay, Mijita, in this conversation, you're the only one who has moon time. <laughs> and it will come a time. When you know going to have your moon times, and my God, that is also very, very, very beautiful. So, yes, let's talk about all this myth. Who wants to start? Patrice and Miriam, what do you think, my sisters? About menopause? Uh, yeah. Uh, actually, menopause was a very... Um, great time for me because I really made a lot of connections with my Kundalini through my menopause. Oh, yeah. Very exciting. Uh -huh. <laughs> what about the quality in menopause? Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, come uh, on. Well, how I, how I see it and how it's been, you know, spoken to other women and explained to me and how it was put into words is that when you're in your when you are in your moon time okay what's happening if you really look at it with common sense what's happening is that the energy is flowing in what direction it's flowing down going down back into the earth. 
So if you were to look at it, they say it goes counterclockwise. And then when we're in prayer and we're in ceremony, when you're not in your moon time, how is that energy flowing? It's flowing in what direction? It's flowing up. And it's going clockwise. If you see a lot of ceremonies throughout different tribes and across the world, it's that, it's that circle, it's that, uh, that spiral. So those two energies, you see, are going in different directions to create this balance. So when you're in menopause, our energy now is, we're in, for me, it's like always, going up and up, going up. But then consciously, I need to connect, I connect to the mother to make that energy go counterclockwise to keep in balance. Because when women are no longer on, when we're no longer in our moon time, we're not naturally doing what? We're not naturally going in both directions. Do you see what I'm saying? So for me, being in menopause, my prayers and my ceremonies are always going in one direction. So to keep in balance, I create ceremonies to go and bring it back to Mother Earth. And that's the way I experience it. There, There is so much, you see, about this, because, you see, when you go into the South, that's the feminine. It's about the condor. And everything there is counterclockwise. Yes. And then when you go to the north of the Americas, that's the eagle, that's the male way, and everything goes clockwise. You could, you could see it in the now, water. We are, yes. Now, we are very, very much people from, people from Maya, Mexico. We are in the very, very center. So we are both. The relationship that we have as a tribe is quite different about that understanding. Because we see like um, the symbol of, um, how do you call it, Tauros? How do you pronounce it? That it goes, that goes, yes, that as, because everything, all human beings are male and female. The men too. So they, they do have naturally this connection of the feminine at the same time that they have the same connection with the masculine. And so are we women. We have a manifestation. We have a body. We choose to be born in certain tribes, in certain places. We choose to born in a gender. We choose to born in certain ways. My point about this is that it's part of our manifestation. So we have our male side too. How do we women can understand that male side? Well, that's the part of me that I need to stand up in my truth, walk my talk. I need to understand that manifestation and yet hold on into you know, that connection that I have with the Mother Earth and with the eternal feminine, which is in the cosmos. Also, the feminine side of God. You know, because it is both male and female. So I need to understand this balance within myself. So when I have, I have my time, I spin up much more within myself into that connection 
action counterclockwise at the same time that in that alignment that I have within myself too, in my male side, I get connected and I'm able to manifest all kinds of beautiful things. And that beautiful things is about the conception of reality or even going away from that hologram that enslaves the human being. And or even understanding of moving my, my own identity so I can understand who I am truly as a human being, as male and female working at the same time. So yes, the, the teachings of the different tribes in the North are very different from the teachings of the South. Um, in South America, and the perception that they have about women is very, very different than it is about the ego. And I truly feel that in the world, everyone got very distorted in the South as well as in the North. The North, the male way, lost their ways, but at the same time that the women also lost their ways. And we are reconnecting back of the feminine, because she is the one that it is leading to enchant the flower. And for that one, it's a new conception of reality. And when we use our moon time in that beautiful way, I mean use in a good way, that's what I mean. When I use the moon time in my feminine energy, even in the menopause, in understanding this higher truth, and about the perfect balance of my own male and female, many concessions of reality can come into being. Means that I'm giving birth to a new world, into a new understanding. So, yes, I think that um, each tradition has their own ways, and we need to respect all the traditions. But at the Absolutely. same time, it is way too important to bridge this part before the tribes were tribes. What's a woman? How the woman perceives herself if no one ever tells her that it was a curse? If no one ever tells her that she was lesser? She always has the vision of herself as a sacred woman, as a light giver, as a light giver. It is so beautiful to embrace their own time and embrace every stage of her life. Menopause time when she gets the crown and immediately she connects with the triad within herself. Yes, the woman. That's the warrior woman. That is the one who has their moon time. And that woman is completely psychic and that's the new beginning. She makes her new beginning every month. She makes a new beginning every day, every instant, when she is connected to her own feminine side, her own womanhood that we need to bring forward. She's not afraid to say, hey, I am a woman and I'm beautiful and I have my, my moon time and it is beautiful or I am menopause. You know what? It's a blessing. I feel my sexuality. I feel my connection with the mother. 
I feel my own Kundalini raising up all the time, and I feel finally this incredible connection with the sisterhood. What do you feel about this, Mijita? That you're the only one in here that you still have your religion. I think that's very true. The relationship I have with myself, especially and with my emotions and our hormones levels change and we go through so many changes throughout the month, not just when we're bleeding. Yes. And there's different phases. And each yes. biological phase does bring about a very some a, a different kind of a spiritual phase too every month. And yes. it depends. Sometimes I have a different kind of cycle than my sister. Sometimes she's happy when that's not my mood that time. But that doesn't have anything to do with bleeding. In fact, the PMS actually happens before, two weeks before the actual bleeding. So even medically, if you think about it, you're regenerating. That's what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But there's been so many texts here, and I was thinking about it. Emotionally, if I when I'm comfortable with my own emotions and I just want to shut myself away, that's kind of what I do with other people too, especially other sisters when they bring about their dramas. I'm just like, shut up and I don't want to hear it. And that's kind of how I see myself, you know, relating with them too. And that's how I relate with myself. And so it really is almost, if you want to see how you're relating with yourself, you can really tell by how you're relating with other women, what you yep. choose to honor in other we- other women, other sisters. And that's kind of what you honor inside of yourself. It's a mirror. It's very much a mirror. That's what we do in ceremony to understanding that mirror one. So... I don't think we have any callers for today. How about we continue this discussion next time? Let's close. Honor yourself. Connect your cycle. Your moon cycle is your connection to your Mother Earth, to our great Mother Earth. And and honor that. Know that you're beautiful and that you're taken care of and that you're loved. And I would just add, you know, be be yourself, who you are as a woman, that woman part of you and the great mother. Maybe the triad Magdala that you're talking about is, is uh, at my age and and then embrace the sisterhood in the process. I am so grateful. Thank you, Mama, that you make me a woman. I'm so thankful for all of you and for all these teachings. If we heal this relation about the womanhood, all the relations are going to change. And the way that we relate with the men, everything is going to change. Because, you see, we are the land. We women are the land. Thank you, Patrice, for being here with us also. Thank you for inviting me. So we hope you enjoyed our show. If you have questions related to the show, upcoming topics, or a question you want answered on our show, please email sacredwoman144 at gmail.com.
Like us on Facebook and check out our cool videos on YouTube. Yes, we do have a YouTube channel and you can subscribe to our videos on youtube.com slash user slash sacredwomannonprofit. Ours is the only channel on YouTube with the name of Sacred Woman. For our upcoming ceremonies and seminars, please check our website, www.sacredwoman.org. If you would like to donate money to show support for our nonprofit Sacred Woman, please visit our website, www.sacredwoman.org. In case you missed any of this information, it's all written and posted along with this radio recording. So go ahead and scroll down under the description and you'll find all the links as well as the emails. So we hope to hear from you. Please let us know. Ask us questions. We hope you enjoy the segment. Thank you. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 